All right. Welcome to Cinemastry's Cocktail Hour. I know usually you guys are used to Ty's intro, but it's me, Robin, the lady of the hour and the gentleman of the hour. I may not have a drink this evening because I just finished breastfeeding, but Ty, what are we drinking this evening? What's in your cup? Whatever I can get my hands on. I have Robin is doing the bulk of the show this week because I'm in like a really shitty mood. I not, did not have a very good weekend. Well, I a very good week, so. I almost skipped it, but we were gone for so long. <clears throat> I just asked Robin to do the bulk of the show while I just sit here drinking away and chiming in every once in a while. I gotta ask, what's going on? Like, uh, Honestly, I don't want to talk about it right now. I feel you. I feel you. All right. Maybe in another, maybe later, like a week or two, I'll talk about what's going on, but I'm just like. I got you covered. All right. New take. (laughs) How was your week? It was um, interesting. I started my daughter into an intro gymnastics class, and it was a mommy well, pretty much your parent and your kid in the class. And I realized how out of shape I was because it was hard for me to keep up with her at the Sanka Demon. Uh, damn, but, like, really good. She was hanging on them, them. I don't know if they're the terminology for it, but she was hanging on them bars, like, with her own upper body strength. How old is she? And I was super duper proud. She is, she just turned 15 months. Wow. Okay. Yeah, like it's like a baby kid gym. I'm like, but I was I was shocked. It was hard for me to keep up. And dang, what else? Pretty much, that was like the major highlight of my week. And I'm like, if she goes to the Olympics, she's gonna thank me for this one day. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I just hear news of a super storm coming in. What are they calling it? a winter vortex? Like that we're swirling around in. That we didn't even. I'm get. like, wow. I'm like, and cold. I actually made. But that was about yeah. That it was, was so cold last night. My gosh. Yeah, but that was it. We didn't get anything else. Yeah. So f- even that snow, it just was like a flurry, a flurry, and that was it. Supposedly, there's a storm that's starting tonight into Tuesday. Well, no, no, not tonight. Tomorrow night into Tuesday, mm-hmm. and like, and usually my my uh, job, they don't really care to close. They'll leave. They'll they open through a storm but they're talking about adjusting the hours even driving on the highway i'm like wow i was pumping gas last night i like my hands were frozen stiff they couldn't warm up for like took 20 minutes to warm up yeah it was that wind that wind was yeah it was totally like and i think uh whatever storm's coming the wind is going to be like up to 45 miles per hour well it wasn't even like it wasn't even the the uh speed of the wind it was the wind chill that's what was just like off because it felt like it was like in the teens yesterday yeah it was was bad it was terrible like felt like it was 10 degrees and then i'm finally i'm getting all these another thing too now i'm trying to book flights again that's not fun like all these new rules and procedures i definitely understand it's for the safety of the world and stuff i'm like dang you gotta get your shit together like as of now before you can go on a flight, you have to go get tested within 72 hours before you get on a flight and bring your paperwork saying that you're you're negative. 
which totally makes sense. That means everyone on the plane is COVID negative. Like, what about coming back? Like, what are you supposed to do if you're coming from a foreign country? Well, that's the thing. It, it goes by uh, state to state. So some states are doing it. Some states aren't. I guess it doesn't matter when you're coming Got back. But I know when you land here in New York, they, they make you fill out a paperwork and then tell you to stay home for 14 days. Makes sense. And then they're going to start reactivating charging cancellation fees. Oh, they call you? And they call you to ask you if you're staying home. And they will call multiple times. They do call and keep checking up on you to make sure you're staying home. Oh, really? Oh, my. And that they're reactivating, like, cancellation fees and stuff. I'm like, so what if you catch COVID? Because I have to be on hold for, like, an hour with JetBlue. Like, you're yeah, financially Blue, responsible. Yeah, JetBlue's cancellation fees in February 21st, I think. Yeah, February 21st. That's annoying. That was my week so far. Please tell me that you're caught up on WandaVision. No, I didn't watch uh, yesterday's yet. Okay. I saw last week's. So I saw okay. episode three. I didn't see episode four yet. Okay, I won't, um, not, won't ruin it for you at all. But, like, what's your theory, you think? so far um okay well <clears throat> i know they I, i'll tell you what i'm up to i know they have twins and uh <clears throat> yeah so the episode when the twins were born that was the last one i saw i uh did you watch um agents of shield no i didn't i heard there's like reference uh easter egg there was a season where they had um a virtual reality world it was called the mainframe i think she's stuck in the mainframe and is Stuck in there by Ultron, I think. That's an interesting theory. Like, I just had like a theory. Like, remember, remember when what's her name was backing up Vision's pers- uh, Vision's program? In, yeah, Shuri uh, was backing it up. Yeah, I think it got backed up into the uh, mainframe, and then Wanda went into the mainframe to get him out, and Ultron took over the mainframe, and that's why she's stuck. That's what I. Th- that's my theory so far. Nah, that's a solid theory. That's a really good theory. That's only because I remembered about the main. Yeah, oh, you know what it was? Because mm-hmm. in the in that third episode when he was talking to Vision, they're like, "Well, she's not a, uh, she's not a," uh, and I'm like, "What?" And then I remember that's what made me remember the mainframe because that was a whole. That was an entire season. That was when they did the uh, life model androids. And like Vision, I don't know. If Vision knows where he is, or like. He realized like something's wrong with this picture. Like something's wrong. He's getting yeah. suspicious. Somebody's gonna watch it later tonight, tomorrow, or Monday when I get to work. But most likely either later tonight or tomorrow. Episode oh, yeah. four, the one I just was on yesterday. Yeah, definitely must discuss. Probably by the time we do another podcast, you probably watch two episodes. Most likely. Because uh, yeah, there won't be an episode next week. It's my birthday week, and this week's been shitty enough as is. So, I don't feel like doing. I'm most likely gonna be too busy to freaking what's the name it? to record anyway. Yeah, isn't it crazy already? It's like that time of year. Yeah, I know family's gonna want to go out and stuff, so I'm probably not even gonna have time to record. So, right, because you guys have like a triad of birthdays. Yeah. My cousins, my cousins' grandfathers, mine, and my sister. All in a row. Yep, no rest dates for that. Hopefully you'll be in a chipper mood by then, yes? Aging. Probably not. 
I hope so. I saw a funny uh, but meme. I will uh-huh. put my crap aside by then. Take all my responsibilities to the show. But right now, I just can't. Like I said, I almost skipped it. I almost was like, fuck this shit. But we're going for so long. That's also why this week's episode, well, last week's episode was delayed a day. So yeah, I we're apologize playing catch that, up. Folks. I need something <laughs> to keep me busy right now, anyway. I need some jokes and stuff. You sound far away. You sound far away and sad, like literally and sad. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm far away and sad because I'm I'm like moving around right now. I don't know why. I'm like reaching for stuff that's not there. Uh, I'm only laughing on the outside. My smile is only skin deep. If you can see inside that I'm crying, you might want to join me for a week. Alright. Alright, let's jump right into it so you can go rude in the corner after with your drink. Alright, so the movie this week was the Netflix special that came out back in December. We Can Be Heroes. We Can Be Heroes or We Will Be Heroes? Let me double check that. We Can Be Heroes. Already off the rip. I don't know if anyone's familiar well, hopefully you guys are familiar with Shark Boy and Lava Girl or Spy Kids. It's the same producers. And this movie was like same a producers. sequel. Producers, right? The same studio It's just Robert Rodriguez. Whatever. That's how they advertised it. Like, oh, from the Who Bought You Spy Kids and Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah, Robert they Rodriguez movie. by himself. Oh, wow. From the producers. <laughs> producers. One person <laughs> does everything. He directs, he edits, he, <laughs> he writes. I'm like, he That's does so it all. Funny. Produces. All right, listen, Producer. he's a jack of all trades. He's amazing. Well, this movie was a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. No, it wasn't it, a sequel. That's the thing. Everyone keeps bitching and moaning. Sequel to what? That's what it's referred as. It's not a sequel. It just takes place in the same universe. That's it. They're barely in it. That's why I was like, sequel to like, it's not a sequel. <laughs> it, it just it's takes like, place uh... in the same universe. That's it. Because it's not even, res- it's not even, it doesn't even revolve around their child. That's what kills me. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, I remember I saw one guy. He was pissed. Do we really need a sequel to Lava Boy, Shark Boy, and Lava Boy? I'm like, it's not a sequel, dumbass. Did you bother to watch the movie? <laughs> That's so funny. When you read on it, like it says, yeah, like, oh, yeah, people keep saying sequel. It's like this is not a sequel. I, I don't. First of all, I'm pretty sure he didn't even say it was a sequel to begin with. But everybody keeps saying a sequel just because they're in it. It's like it's not a sequel. It just takes place in the same universe. Thank you for that clarification, because that is that like what everyone says. Like, I know, <laughs> I saw it too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, this was. A I know they're barely in it. Would you call a secret? Would you call a, a, a Transformers movie a sequel if they showed up five minutes in the entire movie, a two-hour movie at that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yell out, "There ain't no sequel." You ripped us off. Yeah, because that's not a sequel. I don't know why people keep referring to this as a sequel. 
Yep, that's really what And then I'm doing. mad about it. And then I'm mad about it, too. You got it wrong, and then you're mad about what you got wrong. <laughs> Moving on. So it starts off with a young narrator. Her name is Missy Marino. Marano? Yeah, it was Marino. Uh, talking about oh, the Or maybe it was Marano. It was something with an M, but yeah. Right, Marino or Marano. I... I don't know if I'm pronouncing it properly. Kinda, She's narrating this. When mm-hmm. it comes to characters, I kind of don't care about the last name, so that's why I didn't even bother writing it down. I wrote a first name down, but the last name I didn't write down. Like It was heroic, like the master dad. But yeah, her narrating the story of the world of heroes and whatnot. Oh, yeah, it was M.M., M. right? Yeah, M.M. Yeah, I'm like, so oh, that's dad, cute, the M. play M. on that. I, I, didn't play, I didn't notice that. Yeah, okay, that, that is a cute play. I didn't notice that. Like I said, I wasn't paying attention to the last name. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, yeah, M.M. Like, and she's They M. kept M. repeating it. That's why I'm like, okay, maybe this is... I think they refer to her last name sometimes. But yes, um, and the hero that we first see is uh, Mr. Miracle. And it's the... I'm like, yo, where's this guy from? I'm like, yo, he was the douche in Logan. I'm like, wow, him as a hero in a kid's movie, but okay. Oh, yeah, and, he was. R- right. I'm he like. Was. But, uh, oh, yeah, I wrote down. I'm just going to jump in real quick. I wrote down that Mr. Miracle is extremely self-centered. But, yeah, this, the, yeah the character, Mr. Miracle, he was Superman, but he was a self-centered Superman. Yeah, he's kind of like um, the character from The Boys. Did you watch The Boys or no? Mm, not really like that character. Homelander. He's, yeah, like a, he's not really like Homelander. Homelander a was down um kids version Homelander, Homelander. No, Homelander was narcissistic. Like extremely narcissistic. He's just self-centered. That's true. Yeah, he's just yeah. self-centered. Oh my god. We'll see this guy. And then we see Christian Slater as another hero. I'm like, whoa, I haven't seen this guy in so long as a hero. I never would have imagined. Looking like a G.I. Joe toy. Right, indeed, indeed. And they're flying. I don't even know his superhero name because all I saw was a GI Joe toy. He was he was literally dressed like a GI Joe character with a jetpack on his back. Yeah, I have no idea what his character's name is. I wrote here in my notes and the next line of GI Joe toys. (laughs) I didn't even write down his character's name. Nope. Just like, wow, this is Christian Slater from the Heathers. Who would have thought? So they go off into space and to fix a satellite or something. And then this doc, Mr. Miracle, there's an alien invasion. And they actually knock him out. He falls to the sky. Christian Slater catches him. And Missy's narrative, like, she's watching with her dad. Her dad is also Marcus, a former hero who retired based on his daughter's wishes. And he's reassuring her, oh, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Go to school. So she's at school. We find out that she doesn't have any powers. The kids are kind of mocking her. Like, isn't your dad like a superhero? Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just going to interrupt for a minute. Marcus is paid by uh, Pedro Pescola. Pesco. Pedro Pesco. Who was the same person who was in Wonder Woman as Max. And played the Mandalorian. That was his name, Pedro Pascal. You know, honestly, I, this is actually my favorite role for him. He was great in this. 
He was. He was. Well, no, he's actually he's been pretty good in everything that I've seen him in. Mandalorian. He was good in Wonder Woman. It's not his fault that they made his character like that, but he played it well. He did. He did. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, in this movie, he was good too. And uh, Missy is played by a newcomer called Yaya Gosselin. I love her name. Yaya. Not related to Ron Gosselin. Wait, that's his name, right? Ron? Ryan Gosselin? Ryan, yes. Not not related to Ryan Gosselin. No relation. Like, yeah, love his character. Yeah. And uh, did you say, uh, what's the name? Has magnet hands? Magnet hands? No, not yet. We're, yeah, Marcus, is, his, his superpowers is he has magnet hands. Yeah, which is I did, like, you, I, I did hear you say she had no powers, but I didn't know. Yeah, his superpowers is he has magnet hands. Yeah, they didn't. I didn't even know what his power was until I guess after they. Pulled she mentioned in. it. Well, no, she, they mentioned it when uh she was trying to get the ball. That makes sense. Like, isn't your dad? I'm like. Yeah, and then they were like, "Use your magnet hands." She's like, "I don't have magnet hands." Like, do you have any power? I'm like, but I'm like, she's still a strong kid, and so the hero well, agency. Pretty mm-hmm. much the moral of the story, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that eventually. Yes, eventually. Yeah. So uh, while she's at school, the hero, a hero agency, comes pick, picks her up like like they're the FBI, and it's because the heroes have been called to an all-out battle. Priyanka. Am I pronouncing her name? Priyanka? Who? Nick Jonas's wife. The pretty, beautiful Indian lady. Priyanka? I don't I, I don't. I don't know. I can never pronounce her name. She's the chick from Quantico. The hot chick yes, from Quantico. The beautiful lady from Quantico. So, and you know what's funny? Like, She put on weight and she still looks just as good as she did in Quantico. She looks amazing, like, in that skirt, like, I'm like, wow. Yeah, like, she still looks just as good as she did in Quantico. And she put on weight. You can tell she put on weight. It's not like, oh, it's a little bit. No, it's a lot of weight, but she still looks just as good. Weight in all the right places. You see her butt yeah. in that skirt? I know. I'm like, it was just. Yeah, she didn't, when, when she was in Quantico, she didn't look like that at all. She was really thin. I'm like, it's her happy marriage weight. She's happy. But yeah. So she's like the head of the agency and she's the one who tells her dad that he has to go back into action. He tells her that he made a promise to his daughter, but she's like, no. Oh, yes. Okay. That, okay. You got to explain how the world works. I was like, sitting here looking at my nose and I see how this world works. Okay. So the way this world works is, um, all the superheroes are a part of an agency called the Heroics. Like in the narration when they were talking about the Heroics, it's not just like what they call the superheroes. It, the actual agency is called the Heroics. And um, how does this work? How does this world work? I remember. Tell you Pretty much exactly as you say. So like the heroes. Yeah, are but part there was the... a little. There was a little bit more to it, to how it how the world works. Like, I think what? it was like, oh, I think like America, I think the heroics are only stationed in America. Yeah, they work for the U.S. government. 
and they have a okay yes they work for the u.s government and they have a person in charge which is the, the chick from quantico she's the head of the uh heroics building she sends them on the missions they need to go i think that's it yeah, pretty much. She sends them on teams or if she sees fit, like in this situation, she called upon all the heroes. Oh, and the heroics work directly under the president of the United States. Okay. All right. That's what it was. Loosely. I, I'm sure there was more details that I had before, but whatever. Yeah, general, the general idea and it's concept idea. of it. So, uh, yep. So they bring Missy to Heroic's headquarters and puts her in a vault with the other children of the Heroics. Um, let me see if I know. Is there anything important between that? Nope. You're right what I wrote the next note to be. Nothing important that I thought of in between there. So she meets these other kids. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, what I was going to say is, um, at this point, see, I was like, when I, when I, at this point, I decided to, well, no, it was like at the beginning of the movie, I started to look up who Yaya Gosselin is. When I was looking up the cast, I saw who Yaya, and I was curious whether or not she was related to Ryan Gosselin, which, like I said before, she's not. And... I started seeing articles of people going gaga over her. And I didn't understand why, and I still don't, because at this point you get to see her with the counterparts of her character that she's going to spend most of the time with, which are a bunch of other children. And with the exception of this future reading girl and the the Bird Box girl, which is the little girl from Bird Box, whose acting was terrible. She's cute, but acting is really terrible that's that little she's girl al- from bird box i didn't even realize yeah. she had she's almost, before she did she's almost as bad as the, the little black girl in wonder woman but not that bad. but still worse than anakin no 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 okay she's bad but she's not worse than the kid who played anakin skywalker but this is with the exception of those two when you look at all the other children that Yaya Goslin has to act around, every single one of them are like way better than she is. So I don't know why people are going crazy. I mean, she's a good actress. But then she has, but she's not a consistently good actress. Like there's a scene where the head of the heroics sit there and tell, it's, it says to her, are you, you're not going to be trouble, are you? And she gives this weird awkward head shake with a hard looking smile and you couldn't tell like i'm dead serious when i say this when i was looking at this i couldn't tell if she was supposed to be expressing being a smart ass or if she's supposed to be scared but she literally looked like she literally had on her face the face of naruto when he has to take a really bad shit she had the wrinkly smile in her face and the kind of sad looking eyes but aren't really sad looking eyes it's sad because it was just it, it, it literally looked like Naruto when he has to take a really bad shit and, be like, and I didn't know what she was supposed to be expressing at that point there's little things like that or the, like in the beginning narration when she's putting on clothes 
the voices, the voice you hear does not match, match the expressions on her face. Even when she talks sometimes, when she's saying her lines, her facial expressions will be completely different from what's coming out, the way she pronounces the words coming out of her mouth. But everyone else, other than the two I mentioned, they were fucking phenomenal. They, every single one of them, I believe, all their characters, they played, their, their characters were consistently played. The way they started playing them in the beginning, there was no switcher or anything. So I don't know what is the big deal about this girl. I'm not putting her down. I just didn't get the hype over her. Because there was tons of articles. Who is this little girl? Everybody wants to know. The new star ever since this guy. I'm like, what? She wasn't even the best actress there. If anyone, the best actress there was the one who played acapella. She was like, great. Everything she did was spot on on her timing. Facial expressions. How she said certain things. I mean, she is going to go far. She is really, really good. Really, really good. Like the part when she like just stopped. And the way she said, does anyone have a logger? Was so funny. Because it was like she, she was dead serious. <laughs> but it was, just, it was like she literally forgot what she was supposed to be doing at that time to ask for a logger. It was so I mean, she is fucking amazing. If anyone should be getting all the hype. This is that girl. She was really, really good. For her age, she was amazing. But yeah, um, okay, back to what you were saying. I just had to point that out because I put that in my notes. So, yes. Overhype of Yaya Goslin. So, she meets the other kids. I don't know. Do you want to go through the names of the kids? Yeah. Or? Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, Wheels. We got, he introduced. We got Wheels, who was um, in a wheelchair. Because his muscle fibers was too big to keep his bones intact. But he was also super smart, too big, too strong. The muscle fibers in his legs were too strong, so his bones wouldn't stay intact. But um, he also has super and he's intelligence. Super intelligent, yeah. yeah. Uh, who else do we have? Noodles. Noodles, yeah. Who can stretch his who body. Basically, Mr. Fantastic. Slow Mo, who's always in slow motion. Slow Mo was actually my favorite. Me too. I love that kid. Face maker. He can make um, yeah, any face out of his face. I'm glad you remembered. I did not know that kid's name. Yeah. Um, um, wow. Rewind and fast rewind. The twins that, that can alter time. One forward rewind and back. And fast rewind. Yeah. Rewind and fast forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. And Uji. Fast what, wasn't it? forward. Oh, <laughs> rewind and fast rewind. It's kind of redundant. How do you? Uh, rewind and fast forward. Uh, uh, um. Ojo, Ujo. Uh, yeah, whatever her name was. That's the, she the was mute girl. and yeah, she could only communicate like she, she used her her iPad to communicate through drawing. Shark boy and lava um, girl's kid named Guppy. That's the bird box girl. Again, she's cute, but acting's not that great. Yeah. I have to look it up. She's the eighth now. So when she did Bird Box, she was like three, like five. Wow. Um. Okay. Wild card. Wild card. Uh, that was ha- criminal. Yeah, he has so much power. Yeah, he can but imitate. Can't he can 
he can conjure up anyone's power for himself. So if there's a power out there, he can do it, but at this point he has no control. So it just pops up randomly, which is why he calls it wild card. Not randomly, but when he tries to do to do one thing, something randomly pops up. Just doesn't walk around the street having stuff blowing up around him. When he tries to use his powers, it something random pops up. That's why it's called wild card. Um. Oh, rewind a little bit. So they put them in the safe, saying that you'll be safe here. Wait, well, Pri- we Priyanka. haven't finished introducing everybody, right? Are we missing someone? Oh, we said acapella. Uh, we didn't tell our powers. We said acapella. That was the first number. And one we didn't person. say we didn't say. Well, yeah, but we didn't say her powers, and we didn't say Guppy's powers. We said shocked or love, but we didn't tell to say what her powers were. We just uh, you cut me off when I said after I said uh, she was a terrible actress. That's not her powers. Oh uh, no, I was gonna go back because I'm like wait because we didn't mention why they're in the vault. But uh, yeah, well we can mention that afterwards. Might as well finish. Um, what else is there? Okay. All right, so Akapala, who she could move objects by singing, high or low. Yeah, her singing voice has different powers altogether, depending on which pitch she does. Uh, Um, And and Guppy, who has shark strength, and she can shapeship water. Yeah. Now I think that's everyone. Why do I feel like we're missing one person? We got Missy, Wheels, Noodle, Ujo, Acapella, Slow Mo, Facemaker, Rewind and Fast Forward, and Wildcard and Guppy. Nope, that's everyone. It just felt like we were missing someone. And do do do. So, um, Priyanka explains why they have been put in the safe. Because it's the safest place for them while their parents are out battling the alien invasion. And to not leave the room, no matter what. And then they watch their parents get their ass kicked. Yes, they pull up the TV. And there was a funny joke that I didn't get it. I didn't get, like, right away. Because they're watching their parents fight on the news. And you had these really cheesy reporters. Just, just awful. Awfully cheesy reporters. And then there was a spot where Mr. Miracle gets the shit kicked out of him, and the girls and the, the news reporter like says a real "Oh my God," and I started cracking up because I didn't realize that at first I was like, "This is stupid, this is stupid," because I thought they were just cheesy reporters. I didn't realize they were reporters being cheesy until she had that real reaction. That was funny. Most people probably wouldn't catch that, but that was fucking hilarious. Because, you know, you see a cheesy reporter, you think, oh, this is just bullshit. I didn't realize they were making fun of reporters being cheesy, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I thought they just threw... I thought that was Like in Suicide Squad. No, not Suicide Squad. I'm sorry. And Herbie Halloween. That fucking movie. The cheesy reporters were just cheesy reporters. There was no in-joke to it. They were just stupid, cheesy reporters. But here there was an in-joke to the cheesy reporter, so I thought that was fucking funny. Um, so yes, the reporters, they were very funny, the reporters. And it was like a dramatic scene. We see all their parents, and now we know like who who belongs to who, kid-wise? Uh, somewhat. 
it was they they told you most of them, but they didn't tell you all. Yeah, because like they didn't verbally say like they would just pan. Yeah, like in only a few of them. Parent. Only a few of them actually said mom and dad. But you didn't yeah, actually they just get to would see. Pan into the kids. Yeah, there was like a, a couple, like what's it? huh? Like well, yeah, yeah. There was only a few. I think. I think like maybe three of them. They didn't sh tell you right away who their parents were. I didn't know Wildcard's parent. That's who I didn't know to the end. There was yeah, well he was one of them, but yeah, I was like there was a few. They did, I think it was wild cards. I didn't know who his parents was. Wheels, I didn't know who his parents was. Noodles, I had no idea who his parents were. And Uga Ugas, I didn't know who her parents were. You know what you're. Yeah, like they didn't tell you everyone's parents at that point, which was pretty good because then it gave you something to do, like. After a while, I actually did start trying to figure out whose parents belong to who. I mean, uh, whose kids belong to who. Oh, I, I said, right? whose parents belong to who, either way. But while uh, Missy was meeting the other children, Ujo came over and showed her her iPad, and no one knew what her power was. She would just draw things that didn't make sense to them at the time. But then kids. Missy figured out. Mm -hmm. I said, those are some dumb goddamn kids. Because she's drawing basically stick figures. This isn't like Picasso art here. This is literally stick figures. And they couldn't figure it out that she's predicting the future. And I'm just like, how do you not figure out she's predicting the future? Why did it take one person to come in and figure it out? It was completely obvious. <laughs> so it had to be obvious all the other times. I wonder what she drew before. So then Missy pieced it together. And after all those kids knew each other, except for Missy, all those kids knew each other for a while. They all knew each other's name. They all hung out with each other. That's so why I'm like, yo, they, so this girl's been with them for a long time. And, they, 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 and Missy had to come along and figure it out. Right. That, and they knew who everyone's parents was, but they didn't ask who her parent was. They did. They knew who her parent, they knew who her father was. Because remember, her and Wildcard got into it. That's how they found out she didn't have any powers. And... No, no, I'm not talking about Missy. Ujo, if she, oh. if Ujo's been with them for a while. It doesn't, well, oh yeah, they didn't know how her parents were. But yeah, yeah, so I'm like, something wrong with you kids. <laughs> like, it's not, this isn't grand art here. It's just, it's just stick figures. Right. So Missy um, realizes, and she's like, after the broadcast, she's like, we can't stay here. And Wildcard's like, I'm the leader. Who, why would we have to listen to you? And that's when Missy's like, Ujo can see the future, and they're about to come attack us. And, and so, before we even get to that, no offense, but um, I just kind of wouldn't have put that line in there that Ujo is a great artist. <laughs> Because she's drawing fucking stick figures. When he said Ujo is a great artist, I thought it was going to be like some really nice artwork. It was fucking stick figures. And I'm just like, really? Really? That's that's great art? I'm like, I know they were trying to get it across as him being nice, but really? 
They couldn't have that said, oh, yeah, she's uh, she could draw or she's an artist. A great artist. I'm like, really? It's... He could have just said, she draws. Yeah. She likes to draw. Great artist. I'm just like, it's fucking stick figures. I really thought it was going to be like a portrait of two people or something. I'm like, ah. Oh. Right. So they hatch a plan. Um, We'll come up with a plan to try to escape. And that's when we start seeing them. Uh, they have to teamwork to get out. Uh, so. Yeah. They use their powers to escape, which is all pretty nice. It's just. Uh, some of the things are just like, uh, I don't know. They just uh, they should have established, particularly with uh, Fast Forward and Rewind, they should have established exactly how his powers work. Because it really makes no sense. Like, okay, he can rewind time for a few seconds, right? But then when he rewinds time, they all remember what happens. So how is that an advantage, especially if you remember what happened? That means the villain remembers what happened. And you have Missy giving instructions before they rewind time. The villains can hear it too. So why would they fall for it? Is it just for kids? Like, can you pick and choose who gets to be in your rewind bubble? Like, it would have been, they should have made it so that only rewind can remember what happened in the future after he rewinds. It would have made more sense. That's totally what it means. Because then it asks like you why. Said, hey, you do this. Hey, you do that. And then it's like, okay, he's telling her what to do. And they're like, how'd you know that? Misty told us earlier. We already had blah, 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 blah. But just having them just like, okay, you do this, you do that. He rewinds it. And then the person who was supposed to do that automatically does it because they remember. I'm like, yo, if I just heard what you're going to do, like, I hear you're going to like snatch my gun before I can push the button. I'm going to. Not pull my gun out. I'm going to grab your hand, push you out the way. Because I already just heard what you're going to do. So that was a little... That was a little... Botch, as far as writing goes. Should have just made it so that Rewind is the only one I can remember. And it fast forward... Is the only one who can experience what is happening when she fast forwards. Well, no, I guess... uh. That doesn't matter, because if it's fast forward, you're not reversing anything, so everyone should be able to remember. It just moves in fast forward. Yeah, her power had more continuity, like, no, less holes than her Yeah, Rewind's power was a bit of a mess, because it didn't establish any type of limitation other than only a few seconds. It's like when he used yeah. it, he said, oh, do you want? And it's, she said, why'd you say that twice? I'm like, why do you remember the first time? <laughs> and I said, yeah, they're like, so like, does he rewind on only a certain amount of people? Or does the whole world rewind? And if he only rewinds on a certain amount of people, is it like in a certain specific? This, this, this is things that should have been addressed. And it wouldn't have taken long. It would have taken a sentence or two. Maybe one paragraph at the most. Like a bubble of influence. Yeah, that would have been a nice explanation. Yeah, you know, it only works within 100 square feet. Established. 
Makes sense. That's why everybody can remember you rewinding it. Alright. So after, you know, they fight the guards, uh Yeah, they basically and use everything. their powers and teamwork to get out. They end up at what's the name's grandma Missy's grandmother's house. Missy's grandma's house. And, and yeah, this is another problem too, because after all their parents get their ass kicked and captured by the aliens, they have three hours to stop some super mega bomb, whatever. Right? Some end of the world shit. And this old woman manages to teach them how to fight in less than that time. Now, I get the fact that these kids are here, children are superheroes, so their parents are probably already training. But they become fucking combat experts. In less than an hour. It's fucking ludicrous. <laughs> like, that was just, I like, no, no, my suspension to this release decided to, to get high and take a nap at that point because that made absolutely no sense. Like, they could have, in an hour, it would have made more sense for her, for the grandmother to teach them how to better use their powers, maybe have them learn a new ability. That makes more sense. But to make them combat experts, mind you, they weren't using any fighting before when they escaped from headquarters, which is the name of Heroic's headquarters, just headquarters. So they literally became combat experts in less than an hour. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. That is like my biggest gripe of the whole movie because it makes no sense. And you could have easily just made it so that they learn a new power in an hour. That's more feasible than them coming combat experts in and out. Feasible, feasible, more feasible, I meant to say. So that was complete bullshit. Like, complete bullshit. And during this time, Missy is complaining about how she has no powers, and then she finds out her mother has no powers. And that's basically the whole point of this movie is that you don't have to have powers to be a strong person. Just have to stand up for what you believe in. <laughs> yes, that is an important premise. And so, yeah, and also that her mom used to lead the team of heroics. The grandma trained them, and the mom used to lead I them. Die. You know, they didn't say. 90s disease. Just that after she died, the dad took over as leader. Yeah, 90s disease. Right. So they um so after grandma gives her a pep talk, they realize that, you know, the Hero Academy was coming after them looking for them. Or was it the aliens? the aliens? I forgot who got Wait, there. Wait, where did you yeah, get the Heroes aliens. Academy? That's a completely different movie. Um, right. But yeah, the aliens are coming. And they escaped through the Heroic headquarters, yeah. The grandma's like, go, 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 kids, go, 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 and they take her instead. Her and uh, Wildcard have a heart to heart in the tunnel, and they steal an alien ship and go to the mothership just to get captured. Yay! Congratulations. No, I'm not. Oh, it's oh, yeah, still uh, the it's, it's good writing. I'm just in a shitty mood. I'm not going to shit on that. <laughs> We didn't mention um, 
the the president so much because the kids are like, how did this guy become elected oh, yeah, president? The president. Oh yeah, speak. because the president uh he surrendered to the alien. That's so quick. So yeah, they um figure out they go on the alien craft and they got captured. Um Oh, say so once before they get captured, uh, they locate a room like they're in a room with the pyramid and they see the president and the head, Priyanka, and Priyanka's congratulating them on how far they've come. Like, you guys did great, you let us write to them. And it turns out Missy looks at Uju and she Uju's like, No, they're actually aliens. So the whole time, ooh, the president and Priyanka and the whole heroic headquarters are aliens. So, yep, they're captured. Not the whole headquarters. Just some of the important people. I guess the main people who are important because they had a lot of people on that, like the suits. Mm, not really. I guess the security? Yeah, that's like the, the security people and the leader and the president, but that's pretty much it. That's only what you see in the entire movie. It's the same security guards over and over again. That's true. I realized the giggling one. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the one that Guppy flipped. Oh yeah. Alright, and then that the aliens reveal that they're about to take up over the Earth. And they have a touching moment with uh, right. No, I was trying to figure yeah. out how did you, I was thinking to myself, how did they escape again? Oh, that's right. They pulled the gray full buster. That's why. Yeah. Touching moment. They cry. They make a, a key made of their tears. I'm like, wow, I, I didn't see that coming. Honestly. Yeah, Guppy pulled some ice maker magic. She was a cool kid. Okay, cool kid. And the kids separate. Walcard and Missy get into an argument. They separate. He wants to find their parents, and he's like, "No, we have to go to pretty much to go the separate ways." And he ends up being taken, while the other kids make their way to like the pyramid to stop the bomb. And Wheels is, with his genius mind uh, figures out a way to hack into like the motherboard of that the top of the pyramid. Yeah. And right when they're figuring out. Surprise, surprise. I actually was surprised that Uju could actually talk. Oh, yeah, I was surprised was so when she talked. I, I was surprised. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, okay. She, I, I, I was also surprised that she was an alien. Because totally unlike, I'm like, I thought she was about to give them the and answer. And don't feel bad. Nobody figures it out because you're not meant to figure it out. It's not like they give clues or anything. I like that though. Yeah, I, I like that. It like, wasn't easy to it figure wasn't out. Like, it wasn't figured out. It wasn't. There was no clues whatsoever. That was the thing. They didn't give you. That any was clues. well done. Well done. Well. Except done. for maybe what you so, said was they never said who her parent was. They just said she's a good artist. Yeah, that's that. The only clue that. And then <laughs> that's so true. And I didn't think about that till we're sitting and talking about it now. I'm like, wait, hold on. Because they did, though, because mm-hmm. they gave you a red herring, too. Like, something happened to somebody, and they showed her face. I don't remember who it was. So, you know, they gave you a couple of red herrings. And it was like, there's like a bunch of heroes, too, so you never know. But it, 
Yeah, it was the only clue. They didn't ever mention her parents. That was the only clue they gave. Other than that, they didn't give you any clues. That's super duper true. Yeah, you're totally right because they did not. Because I didn't know um, Wheels' dad was Mr. Miracle. I figured that out. I forgot why oh I figured that out. Like, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't in... like in the beginning. It was like towards the third act. I figured it out. Well, I didn't figure out till, um the parents got to see what the kids were doing because they hijacked the security cameras when the parents were actually being were, were proud of their kids. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a kid. But yeah, anyway, uh, Uju, uh, she could speak. She's an alien and that she's actually the supreme commander of the aliens. So right when everything looks bleak and everything and she, uh, Uju explains that they don't know teamwork. You guys are already separated. You're just as bad as your parents. And surprise, Missy and Wildcard actually came up with a very smart plan. Now see, this is the thing. She tricked the aliens. This is the thing that I was saying. Like, it would have been better if they learned new powers. Because wouldn't it have been better if, like, Face Boy can only move, like, his face in, like, certain directions or in different, his, I like his eyes in different directions. Like, make weird faces that you couldn't normally Yeah, make. like, emoji faces. Like, no, not emoji faces. Just like weird faces. Like you can put his eyeball down by his lip and put the other one up for his head, but that's about it. Or move his nose and his, his mouth around in different in different positions. And then when they went to grandmother, she taught him how to turn she she taught him how to change his face entirely. And then you have the climactic scene where you find out that they tricked him and it's actually face boy who changed it. Wouldn't that made more sense? Then having them learn combat, expert combat moves in an hour. Because <laughs> that would have been cool. They'd be like, oh, wow, he learned something. I don't know what this kid learned. I mean, I think yeah. he learned some combat moves, but we never got to see him use it. So what did he learn during his time with Grandma? Because he could already change his face to look like someone else. I'm trying to think that he was in any combat scene. I don't think so, yeah. Oh, he didn't do any combat fighting at all. He did zero. That's not like, so what did this kid learn? Nothing. I guess. See, it's little things like that that pushes your movie from good to great. That's true. So, yeah. Um, but, so, yeah. Uh, Missy and Wildcard communicate. Wildcard ends up in the control room, but Priyanka's like, wait, that's not possible. We have him here. Turns out it's Facemaker. He turned his face into Wildcard, which that's a really good skill to have handy. And they kept it under wraps. They didn't even tell the rest of the team. And they explained why because they knew that she was an alien the whole time. And I'm like sitting there like, wait, when when did they figure that out? And it was during that time where Wildcard and Missy bonded. I thought she was whispering nonsense in his ear at this scene, but no, she was actually telling him important stuff. Again, I just didn't understand why the fuck this kid drew that. Right. Well, it made sense at the end, but it was just like, at the time, I was like, why the fuck did she draw that? That makes no sense. Did she forget? Like, I guess... So, yeah, uh, they tricked her, there's an end fight scene, and 
Mm-hmm. Parents are watching proudly. Like, um, I think this is one of those. This is one of those scenes that just shouldn't have been in the movie, but it had to do the stupid tightrope fight. Yeah. You know, I actually my favorite part of the scene was acapella's song with her mom. No, the dumbest thing was the tightrope. I mean, she had to walk across the bridge. I mean, uh, Noodle's arms. It took fucking forever to get to the middle. Yeah, I was like, when? Yeah, no. I'm like that. That's I don't know how fast she was going, but yeah, the best thing was acapella. I'm sitting there watching. I'm just like, you know, if this is real life, she'd be dead because it took her so fucking long just to get on. It wasn't even like walking into the middle. It took it took her forever just to get on it. I'm just like, move any faster. I think it took like two minutes for her to get in the middle. Two minutes of screen time. It was really long. For no reason. There's no reason for that scene to be in there. No reason for that to happen. Because that didn't even end the movie. There was another climactic scene. So I don't know what the fucking purpose of that was. (laughs) There really was no purpose to that. Other than for Misty to get her self-confidence. And she could have just done that by being a good leader. So I, I don't know what the fuck that was about. But it was terrible. That part was awful. That part was awful. Uh, and then so they found it out. Wheels figures out the motherboard, and he's able to deactivate the bomb. Did I miss anything in between that? And it and turns out that it wasn't really a bomb; it was their parents inside all along. Whoa, whoa! Can we? Well, there's nothing it's left to more say. dramatic. His parents is inside all along, and the aliens were actually friendly. They were. Training the kids to see if they were ready for the next gener to become the next generation of heroes. I don't remember why, but that was the gist of it. And on that planet, because the world and society and social changes are like coming at a more rapid rate, and that's why they had to get them ready at a faster speed. Okay, well there you go. And that and the aliens um, are controlled by the children. The yeah, children they're very in charge of and, the adults in the world. Yes. And that's why they have more order than our world. And that's why uh, the little girl was the one in charge. Whatever her name was. Uja and Ura. Yes. O- Ojo. Ujo. Oh, I don't Ujo. know why I can't remember that. Yeah. Right. And you know, I thought it was really uh, going back to Shark Boy and Lava Girl in this movie. Shark Boy didn't even say things. He just uh, that was the other thing. Did his shark move. That was the other thing. For some reason, Shark Boy could not talk in this movie. Don't know why. I remember when I was watching I the movie, and I'm sitting there like, "What did Lava Girl burn his tongue out? What the hell? Why can't he talk anymore?" And then I realized I it, it wasn't the guy from Twilight playing. What's the name? Shark Boy. No, but that's the original Lava Girl, which I like. And I'm like, well, do you think we really care? And what the hell is he doing that he turned down this role? You see Christian Slater there. If Christian Slater is not turning it down, you don't need to be turning it down either because he's doing more than you are. Right. Totally. I'm like, you could have done. And I had to look it up. I'm like, what is he doing now? Why couldn't he star in this movie? What is he doing now? Nothing. Exactly. He had the nerve to say no. I'm like, Lava Girl came by. Like, you just have to ruin the whole vibe. Slater said a paycheck's a paycheck. You probably should have said the same thing. A paycheck's a paycheck. 
That was that was one disappointing thing. But honestly, I enjoyed watching this more than I enjoyed watching one movie. The movie is good. The movie is really, really good. It's good for kids. It has a good message to it. I mean, it is a good movie. Other than the things that I was like was stupid. Overall, that's like what? That's only like what five percent of the movie. Everything else was really well done. And it was yeah, definitely it was. better than Dark Boy and Lava Girl. Just had more of a reality, uh, a reality grounding to it, as as opposed to Shock Boy and Lava Girl, which was like a just a psychedelic mind trip. That acid trip. But no, this movie was really good. It was a really good movie. It's enough in there for adults and for children to sit down and enjoy with your families. Yeah, give it a try. Check it out. Worth the look. Right. And I'm like, huh, really good movie. Do we usually tell people to check it out? What was the last movie we told that was like good? Oh, I was watching um Bad Samaritan, that was the name of it. With uh Yeah, I added that David on my list. Tennant and Robert Sean or Sheen. I think it's Robert Sheen from Umbrella Academy. And from the Misfits. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that it's, it's really, I can't really wait. good. It's one it's one of the best movies I've seen. It's from two thousand eighteen. It's one of the best movies I've seen this year so far. Let's see. Where did you watch it on? Uh, it was on Amazon Prime. Okay, cool. All right. So, right now, in the news, uh, other than the news. <laughs> other than like a massive snowstorm coming, is it just New York or the East Coast? I don't I even know. Idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I was going to watch the news on Thursday and Friday, but ended up not doing it. Um, as we were talking last week about like some people who have died in the last few weeks, we did not pull up a list. I didn't get to pull up a list. Sadly, um, two more famous actresses have passed away this week. Celie Tyson. Am I pronouncing her name I right? Think I saw that yeah, she, she passed boots, away. Right? Uh, uh, she was in a lot of stuff. Let me see. I, I, I don't think I remember her. Yeah, she was yeah, in Roots. Yeah, yep, she morning. was in Roots. I did see that this morning. Either this morning or yesterday morning. One she has been acting for a very yeah. long time. I didn't know who she was, but yeah, then she, I stood there and watched it. I was like, oh. Yeah, she died at the age of um, Not Roots. 94. I about her death. <laughs> yeah, she died on Thursday. You know, praise be, she did live a long, strong life. She's a radiant actress and touched all the lives that she ever come across as an actress. You know, she was doing uh, push-ups at the age of 90. Like, a set every morning. I'm like, was it 50? I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Well, the Vince McMahon, that's why she lived to 90. Like, praise be for her life and the influence she had uh, paving the way for a lot of uh, minority actors and actresses. And then we have another passing of a long... Actually, did she die at 94? Did they both die at the age of 94? Clarice Lynchman. Do you, do you know her? Do you remember her? The grandma from Malcolm in the Middle? No. No, I don't remember the grandma from Malcolm in the Middle. I wish I did. She was in a lot of other things, too. She was very funny. She's a sitcom star. She died at the age of 94. This, I think... Uh, I bet you if I see her face, I'll remember. I have to look 
Her. Yeah, you would definitely remember her if you see her face. She's so funny. She was all be like a rude grandma. I think I do. I think I know who she is. I gotta look, I gotta look it up though. I haven't seen Malcolm. She was in the on the Mary so Tyler Moore show. Yeah, I loved her in Malcolm in the Middle for so long. Yeah. She was a young Frankenstein. Yeah, rest in peace. But you know, they lived a long life, so praise be for that. And let's see. The show goes fast when I'm not cracking jokes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> and um, in tech news, General Motors is looking to sell only emission free vehicles by 2035. I overall think it's a great idea, but I feel like they should kind of speed speed up the process. I know there's a lot of things that go in between all that, but emission for oh. vehicles by 2035. Oh, emission. Which is pretty cool. So they plan to be carbon neutral by 2040 in its global operation and hopes to offer only zero emission vehicles by 2035. As the largest U.S. automaker, GM has previously announced that it was working towards an all-electric future, but they never set a date, but now they're setting a date. So I'm like, I am, so I'm hoping, so they plan on cutting emissions by transition to battery-powered electric vehicles or other zero-emission technologies. Like I said, good luck with that. probably going to cost, right, it's going to cost them about $27 billion, like... That should be interesting. We're in the future, man. How much you want to bet this is going to fail? Huh? I think California passed a law where, like, cars eventually have to be all emission-free. They just don't, they just can't have a battery charge last long enough. Right. We'll see how this goes along. And also in technology, forget about foldable TVs. Remember at a time where people were talking about foldable TVs? How cool would that be? Why would you want your TV to fold? How the hell are you going to fold your TV? Dude, they want Remember they were doing curved at a time? And yeah, curved, want, curved like, makes sense. But you can't fold a TV. People thought they were going to head towards folded TVs. And that's what the market a few years ago was trying to. But it was stupid. You can't make a foldable TV? <laughs> Why do you think your computer monitor is a separate entity from your keyboard? Because you can't fold the fucking screen. But I guess they figured the out. So now like I'm telling they were really trying it. I remember when I used to work in electronics when we used to watch the, the CES conference and stuff. There would be concepts behind it. But anyway, uh but so instead of the foldable TVs are going for a transparent screen. That makes more sense. That sounds like that sounds yeah. like what dumbass thought you can make a foldable TV? You can't. <laughs> I mean, the transparent TV, yeah, that makes more sense because then, like a laptop, the motherboard will be in the base and the screen is just the image producer. So that makes more sense. Foldable TV. Fuck, you can't fold the fucking motherboard, stupid ass. <laughs> so during CES this year, which, mind you, was all virtual, I meant to watch it. But I didn't get a chance to. There was a video um, shown by LG. Yeah, and why the, and fuck, they, I'm sorry, um, why the fuck would I want my TV to fold? 
Like I'm walking around carrying the TV everywhere. Who the fuck wants the TV to fold? What's the point of that? Once you put it where you want to put it, it stays there until you move or you throw it away for a new one. The fuck wants a fucking fold? Why do I need a foldable TV? Jesus fucking Christ. Stupid people doing stupid shit. <laughs> so the concept is um, like a 55-inch OLED display was rising from like, well, it could be like in the foot of your bed. Like how when we used to stay at Vegas, they used to have the, the TV at the foot mm. of the bed. Right? So it looks like a sheet of glass before like something appears on the yeah, screen. They got that idea from the mirror. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is definitely sci-fi movies come no, to no, life. No, no, so not, you not, can... not, not that. The actual mirror. You know, they have a, a thing called the mirror where it's a mirror, but you can actually watch uh, exercise video and stuff through it. Oh, I see. That, yes, I that's totally what they got the translucent ID TV what is that idea. Called? From. I forgot that new thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sci-fi TV show. Thing. No, not Black Mirror. <laughs> no, I'm saying like sci-fi ideas have are coming to life to fruition. Oh, I thought you meant like I thought I thought I was talking <laughs> no, about Black Mirror. I don't think Mirror. they had a TV. Like no, yeah, not no, Black Mirror. The Mirror. <laughs> yeah. So and then like the screen you can see through it when on or off so i'm like that's a pretty cool concept and i think eventually that's the direction like it's gonna go in i actually thought about getting the mirror then i was like i don't need no fucking motivation exercising so just waste the money for me so so now there's a new scam going around like if you got a package that you didn't order like you know sometimes it happens by accident but now it's a whole scam going on wait what do you mean what kind of scam? So I was reading this. Uh, I meant to mention this like last week. The article came out the twenty third. So the Federal Trade Commission and cyber experts have been warning consumers about uh, these deliveries about like packages that you didn't order that might have, which can be part of some uh, something called brushing scams. So here's how this scam works. Third-party sellers on Amazon, eBay, and other online marketplaces pay people to write fake reviews, positive reviews about their uh, products, or to do it themselves. To be able to post the reviews, those so-called brushers need to trick the site into making it appear that a legitimate transaction took place. So they use a fake account to place gift orders and address them to a random person whose name and address they find online. Then instead of actually mailing the item for which they want to post a review, the brushers will send a cheap, often lightweight item that costs less to ship. Sending an item creates a tracking number, and when the package is delivered, it enables the brushers to write a verified review. And if you're on the receiving end, you usually aren't charged for the purchase, and your real account isn't hacked. But you're pretty much just left in the dark, like, where did this package come from? Who cares? Right, I'm like. I thought it was like, yeah. Oh my god. Right, I that's I think it's funny because I thought I'm like, wait, is this a? I'm like, wait, what's the problem? You get a free packet. No one's coming out. I don't read the reviews anyway on Amazon. I look at the description to see if it's what I'm looking for, and that's it. I don't give a fuck what these people have to say. Because I figured that out a long time ago. People just write fake reviews out there for their own stuff. Like, why would I believe this? I don't know who wrote this. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the problem? But but I guess for some people it's annoying because for some people it kept coming to their house. Like, 
every week or every other day, like something like just piling up trash in front of your house. So I get that the annoying possible part about it. Well, wait, they would send multiple shipments of the same thing. So one be person, different random oh, things so like for one oh, person throughout the week or the day. I'm like, yo, some things just make no sense to be news. Throw it in the garbage. As long as it's not taking money on your account, if you don't want it, throw it in the garbage. Who the fuck cares? Or write on there, return to sender, and put it back in the mail. Oh, my God. The shit that makes news. What was the stock market thing? Did you understand that at all? Oh, yeah. That's my, my final I don't, I don't. I've tried doing stocks, and I don't understand it. I don't know how it works and I'm not interested enough to actually put the effort in to learn like I, like I could learn it if I wanted to but it would take me more work than I want to put into it because I didn't understand it like my first go through so I feel you so in big news because like a lot of my coworkers they trade stocks and like two of them were going crazy this week. Um, they had games and was just saying "fuck Robinhood, fuck Robinhood." I'm like, what? What? I know Robinhood is a trading application, but like all week they were just saying oh, "fuck Robinhood," and then I find out through social media that um, Robinhood did some shady stuff with GameStop stocks. That a Reddit group got GameStop stocks to go up a lot, and like anyone was buying. So Robinhood put a cap on anyone who wasn't a part of a hedge fund or like who wasn't a high baller investor. So they couldn't buy more or sell more stocks. And everyone's like, yo, what the hell, man? That's what they did. Right. So pretty much they like, it's like the rich stays rich and the poor just stay poor. Like, we don't want you to be on this level. See, I heard something completely different. Like, that's just the simplified version of it. And then Robin Hood, the CEO of Robin Hood, was like, when he went on an interview this week on CSNBC, I believe, he, he was just full of shit, pretty much. So now there is a class action lawsuit that was filed against Robin Hood follow, following the outage over GameStop stock uh, oh, restrictions. That's what it, see, I heard something different. I heard, like, they was running the stock up or something. Oh, okay. That... Yeah, it, it was due to a Reddit group that, like, Elon Musk... Uh, the head it's funny um, we were just talking about him last week Elon Musk the head of Tesla he he posted something and like a reddit group went rolled with it with GameStop like pretty much that's the general gist but um, yeah a Robinhood customer filed a class action lawsuit against the stock trading app Thursday after the company bar traded from buying shares of GameStop promoted by Wall Street Bets a popular reddit group for investors the lawsuit filed in the Southern District of New York claims that Robinhood's action rigged the market against its customers. Yeah, it totally did. Robinhood's actions were done purposefully and knowingly to manipulate the market for the benefit of people and financial institutions who were not Robinhood customers, the lawsuit states. Robinhood did not respond with the request for comment. The company imposed the stock trading restrictions Thursday, citing recent voluntary yeah the company said in a blog post they would only allow users to close out their positions in their stocks which include GameStop, amc because stocks for amc were going up to bed bath and beyond and nokia following the decision thursday um shares of gamestop uh fluctuated wildly 
The lawsuit also claims that Robinhood's decision b- deprived retail investors of potential gains they could have made by buying when the stock was low and selling when the price rose. And like the GameStop stock soared since like January 11th after it hired like new board members on the Reddit, um, new board members for GameStop believing it could help the stock boost its digital sales. Reddit's Wall Street Bets group began promoting the stock, sending it soaring more than like a thousand percent over like the past of like, like GameStop stocks were like worth a few dollars before. The stock surge uh, for short selling, which like this is a lot going on with the Wall Street terms, but I think you get the general gist, who were betting against the stock to buy shares to hedge their position, sending the stock soaring even higher. And then many day traders took advantage of Robinhood's free trade, placing bets on GameStop and other stocks the Reddit group promoted. But those customers are playing a dangerous game, pretty much. But yeah, before so there yeah, there you go. That that's I didn't understand any of that. It's a lot of lingo. Pretty much, Robinhood put some shady shit where the regular, like you know, the everyday Joe couldn't make a profit anymore. But they let hedge, like, people who have hedge funds or, like, big investors turn profit. And that's why I'm like, because I was wondering, I had to ask my corporate, like, what happened? He's And, like, now people are, like, deleting their Robinhood accounts and stuff. I'm like, it's just pretty much the story, moral story. The rich want to stay rich and they want the poor to stay poor. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know what the next movie's going to be. Well, you have time to think about it. Collect yourself, recuperate. I did say I wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh God, so might as well get that out the way, unless something spectacular comes up on Netflix or Amazon Prime. I know nothing good is coming on HBO right now. So no, I don't think until March, right? Yeah, I think the first one is King Kong versus uh, Godzilla. Oh, the Denzel Washington movie with Jared Leto came out Friday. Oh, it did? Thursday. Oh, yeah, it did. Well, maybe we'll take a look at that. Maybe we'll just skip the old yeah. God. Just skip the old God. But yeah, um, but that's that's it in the news. All right. I don't feel like doing any plugs. You guys know where to find us. If right. Not, well, then you wouldn't be listening right now. Tell your friends, pass it along, promote for us, blah, blah, blah. Anything you want to say? Um, yeah, so hopefully next week Ty is in a better chipper mood, cracking jokes. I'm not very good with the jokes. I make uncle jokes, but yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to promote something. I, I was shocked for a minute there. Yep, you should be shocked because I'm not much of a, a tagger I should work on that. Yeah. yeah. I thought she was going to promote something. I was like, what, what you got to promote now? What am I going to do? Do I have anything to promote? Yeah, no. Nothing comes to mind. No. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. We'll see you in the next episode. And he'll be in a better mood. Maybe. Maybe he's a pick-me-up drink. Know. Yeah, I should. Yes. Yes. So maybe I come up with a better intro next time. <laughs> but good night, folks. Good night, everybody. <laughs>